We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. One, two, get down! Paid the calls to be the boss. Mikey, if you didn't get all A's in school, Look at me. you just didn't want them. You know what because clearly you got skills. To my Twitter, I have to go to Twitter, and I'll tell you what. Look if he's not the best at this, he's one of the best. He's among the best. Neil in Rockville, he says, check this out. Big Tony saved up all his phone credits, <laughs> and that's what he got. Now it's another 30 days until he can call out again. Hope he works on his takes. Is that brilliant? Now, for those of you that are hip impaired, that means that Big Tony's behind bars and he had phone privileges. <laughs> and, he, and he just blew that. Boy, that's good. Y'all talented, man. G from the shop in the water. For y'all that don't quite understand that, the documentary, Kevin Durant. Um, that production, fantastic. All the talent, it must be in the water. G from the shop and his podcast, going from that along. I mean, it's all good. We appreciate that. You should be proud about a community. We don't get credit for being a rabbit fan base, but I think that when our teams are worthy of it, we, we compete with anybody in any sport. You just saw what just a week ago, pins, caps. He was big time. They were talking about that on the West Coast too. That's a, that that matters. Yeah, they play again on March 25th in Pittsburgh, and it's on ABC. Thank you, thank you. Now that doesn't happen for everybody. Don't think that every market has that. They don't. They don't, and don't take it for granted. I mean, you thinking about they're talking about Camden Yards, and the talk mayors talking about trying to put some cash in there and redo that. It shocked me. I was talking to Steve Solomon this morning on a podcast. I go, wait a minute. I was at opening day. That's 30 years ago. Camden Yards, which I love the ballpark. Love it. How cool would it be to have one of those apartments that are connected to the stadium? Yeah, you know, I, I, I see that. I can't even... I can't even envision that because I'm not a person that is big in the elevation. I could never see living Willie High somewhere. 
unless I had one of those supersonic tubes that I could get in that would shoot me to the bottom. Dude, I ain't doing that high. I mean, I watch too many too many stupid movies where there's a fire or something going on, and the people up there, I go, you you may see me a lot of places where you won't see me is in a penthouse. I can guarantee if they tell you they saw me there, they lying. All right, no, nah, I'm staying on the ground. All that elevation, it looks cool until something goes wrong. <laughs> you gotta say to yourself, I "Ain't mad at y'all to have the courage to do it." I'm not in that group. Uh-uh. No, I'm good. I'm good with the low diving board, not the high dive. So, if you go to like a, an amusement park, do you like roller coasters? I have done it in my lifetime only because I lost a bet. And um, I was at a place called Magic Mountain. And so this is during college, maybe during that time. And so I don't do rides. I told them people, I don't do rides like that. Those are for children. That's always been my philosophy. They don't make them things. I never thought the, the, the seat was designed for somebody, you know, 200 back in the day, Somebody to say 220 pounds. I didn't think the designers had that in mind. Why in an amusement park would a grown ass man be on a ride? That's to me is built for kids. So I was always uncomfortable because I never thought the designer had me in mind. I said, hold it, Slim. Suppose this thing hit one of them corners and, <laughs> and my behind come flying. I always thought I was just going to be flying out of there. So I don't do the Matterhorn, all that, but I escorted the ladies I was with up there. And so I walked them up. I said, I'll I'll, I'll go through, I'll walk all the way up with y'all. I got up there, and they had a a sign. It said chicken exit. So they actually have a a deal that once you get to the top, if you lose your courage, they have a chicken exit. Now, how am I going to walk through the chicken exit? Right? So they said, I said, no, no problem. So I'll get in the front because that way they can't see me screaming. Because if I was in the back and they look back, (laughs) it would have been so stupid. So I got in the front so I could be looking like I could have my eyes closed. I could be in terror and they couldn't see it. That was a big mistake. Man was hitting them corners. I literally thought, I said, I'm going to eject out of this thing because it wasn't built for me. Man, when we got down to the bottom of that thing and I got out of it and they were, the lady, they were saying, are you okay? I said, okay, I'm good. That wasn't, you know what, that ain't no, no problem. I went and found a place to sit on a bench. I did not move for two hours. They would come back around. They said, you good? I said, no, I'm good. I said, I'm just chilling. I didn't move again. I couldn't wait for them to get through with all the rides and stuff, and I got out of there. Never again. Oh, no. Uh-uh. I've been on the Matterhorn. I've done all that once. That's it. I'm done. You know how they set those cameras up, like, uh, around the ride? They didn't have that when I was in okay, the beginning. Was That's say. in the 70s. So we're talking 1975 or so. Thank God they didn't have that. If you saw the look on my face, oh, my God. It would have made America's most funny, funniest deal. It would have been stupid. But you know what? There's moments like that that where you say everything's not for everybody. I'm not one of those guys or people that I don't have to do everything. Some people have to try everything. 
Got to do everything. Hey, have you ever skied? No. And we'll never ski. All right? Have you been down the uh, on the slope? Have you been on the back of a boat and jet ski? No. And I will never do it. So I'm good. I don't have to do everything, right? I can take a look at it, and I said, here's what I'll do. When they drain the ocean of sharks, then I'll get adventurous. But after I saw Jaws in 1974, when I saw Jaws, that ended my aquatics deal. That ended all of my adventure on the, on the seas. I have not been further than my chest in the water walking out since 1974. And I don't do water, I can't see my toes. I don't swim around here. I had to go out the country somewhere with clear water. I don't do it. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong. Y'all can do that. You're far clearly more adventurous than I am. I think you got a man got to know his limitations. See? So that's my thing. They drain the ocean, I swim. I get out in that ocean. As long as that boy out there, because I'm going to tell you something. I have never seen anything as ferocious as Jaws. A shark? No, you can have that slim. I don't want him on land, and I don't need to be in his environment. That's his house. So have you ever been jet skiing? Okay, what would you think? If I were to ask you right now, for $1 million, DOC on skis, H, no. No, but not behind a boat. Like, not being trailed behind a boat. I'm just saying, like, you know, like just a normal jet ski where you don't have to get in the water. Where you're just zipping across the the pond. Let me just ask you, what do you think? No. <laughs> Bingo. You <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, my God. See, some people have to do – you just got to do everything. I don't. I don't. A man must know his limitations. Uh, let's go to, to Chris Day. Don't forget, Daryl Green coming up at 115 right here in the nation's capital on Burgundy and Gold today. Chris, what's up? Hey, uh, Doc, um, did you ever, with the military background, have to, did you volunteer to do a little parachuting? Let me ask you a question. Chris, how long have you no, been listening I to me? No, I didn't do it. Okay, and then the other thing. No, no, but Chris, how long have you been was, a listener? Um, you got Daryl coming up, him yeah. and his Gary Clark in the in, uh, practices. Oh, man, that was think. great. That was a great, the great, I would yeah. Put Daryl on that, and then what something else you said? Oh, baseball players. Yeah. The Dominic, I know. I don't know if you said U.S., but Dominican, we get a lot there. You know, Texas. You're yeah. right. Everything, but the Dominicans are pretty important. But we're missing. You know what we're missing? We're missing Hank Aaron, missing Frank Robinson, our brother. All right, man. Appreciate that. Did he actually think? Did he ask me if I parachute? <laughs> That to me is like the most extreme. Like you know what? And look, I love Daredevil. If you're a Daredevil, please call me today after we get through with Daryl, because I admire you. I'm not mad at you. I love that. I love watching NASCAR. I would love to be on a track in a car with nobody else on the track. I'd take a shot at getting that to. Pretty decent speed. The fastest I've ever been in a car is about once. I can't. You know what? It happened with a person that everybody knows, and so it, it would be stupid to. But let's just say I've been fast enough to where I'll never do that again. I'm just saying. You have you jumped out of an airplane? 
No. I was actually, uh, this past summer, some of my friends went, mm-hmm. and I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Skydiving. I love people to do that. That's never going to happen. I'm just going, but you know what? Everybody is not supposed to do everything to me. Do you be comfortable with that? I ain't got to prove. I mean, you know, it's like I, I always thought I couldn't get over the fact that people who love scary movies, you know, people, some people, they just love it. I grew up with The Night of the Living Dead. And some of that stuff was really cool. But the hatchet guys and, and all that, I pass. Yeah, I'm good on that. I, stuff. I'm good. I'm good. But you knock yourself out. Far as I'm going is Dracula. I love Dracula. I mean, I grew up with really with Dracula. Okay, no problem. But if you think I'm gonna go somewhere and be terrified about something, or go somewhere and see something that could really actually happen, and put that in my in my computer, I'm going really, and I'm gonna pay to do that? I don't think so. I don't think so. So, what's That's your favorite happening. genre of movies to watch? I love all movies. I mean, you know. It, it it's favorite is um, I grew up again where you don't see a lot of army movies, millet war, military that whole that that whole uh, Audie Mur- Murray uh, Murphy era uh, combat, but see westerns were huge for me. Westerns were like huge. Love westerns. A lot of things that I grew up on don't exist. In today's culture, I'm cool with a lot of things that come out, but it's gotta. I want to be intrigued. I, w- I don't want to be able to figure the storyline out. It's gotta blow me away. It's gotta be. Oh, didn't see that coming. Now, I like I'm not horror, but I like mystery. There's a difference. Yeah, that's why it sounds like you're a big, uh, you know, Law and Order guy. Love Law. And, I love it. It's the mystery. It's the intrigue. The mystery, of- the intrigue, and uh, but see, I don't. The thing I don't like about those movies, the bad guy never wins. But we know in life the bad guy wins a lot. See what I'm saying? So at some point, you can't solve every case. But we'll talk about that. Speaking of mysteries, this guy coming up, he was no mystery. He was, as Coach Thompson would say, simply one of the best. Old number 28, Daryl Green. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. How lucky are we? We get a chance to talk to some of the best, the brightest, the best ever. And uh, and this it's hard to beat this young man. We started our week off in tribute to Bobby Bethard and his life. It was a celebration of his life. And the people that I feel honored to have been selected by him in any category. Because you weren't here if Bobby didn't want you here. Bobby ran the program and, and picked everyone you were one of his. But his prize bulls, those are the ones. And we got the guy right now who was his firstborn. And not only did he come in and tear the league up, but he's still tearing the league up because his greatness just continues to expand. Still, right now, I'd bet on him in a 40-yard dash against anybody in the league today, the great 28 Hall of Famer, Daryl Green. How are you, man? My man, all is well, man, all is well. Hello, hello, Washington, D.C., DMV. Man, when you think of Bobby, in a while, Rick. well, I know you haven't been because you're world. You, you're world. You're not a zip code guy now. You're international. So you've outgrown the DMV, but you're still going to be there. You can't leave us. That's why every time we get you back, we'll take you. Bobby Bethard, when you got that phone call, just talk, give us a little insight about your relationship with a guy that bet on you and you got a gold jacket. So so Texas A&I, mm-hmm. they call it Texas A&M Kingsville yeah, now, but right. that was an NAI school yeah. down in South Texas. And uh, Bobby sent uh, a couple people down there, and then he came. Then he got, uh, when I went over to the combine, Bobby said, if you are there, I'm going to take you. All my buddies, Ray Whitey, all the guys from school. Oh, yeah. Had Ray can run NFL. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ray played. I played behind Ray as a rookie. Freshman. Mm-hmm. Ray and all the guys like, man, one of the things they taught you, don't believe nothing they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and uh, uh, went to the combine, all that stuff. And then the 27th pick was a guy named Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. I heard him. That was one last pick. In the NFL draft, you Redskins have won the Super Bowl. You pick last, 28. Mm-hmm. I'm remembering now, Bobby said, if you are there. <laughs> I don't even know why he said if you are there. You I knew had. I was going to be there. Yeah. I'm like, this man go draft me. Yeah, right. They said it, Rick. Bobby got me in there. I yeah. found out years later that my D coordinator, who I love, yeah. Bobby uh, Richie, uh, uh, Richie Pettibone, uh-huh. His neighbor told me, he said, man, Richie did not want him to draft you. Later on, years later, stuff come out. Bobby Bethard revealed it. said, man, nobody really wanted you here. <laughs> so, Bobby, when you talk about what you introduced it, yeah. Bobby was the only NFL manager, in, of course, as the 28th pick, the last pick, that would de- the only human that would pick me. So, dude, I owe my position coming there with you guys uh, and having an opportunity. <clears throat> and again, of course, thanks to, you know, Richie Pettibone, they did start me on that Monday night game. 
And so, you know, it, it Bobby, but Bobby, if it's not Bobby, then it's nothing. If Bobby don't pull the trigger, it's nothing. That's why he deserves, he deserves the credit. Hall of Famer Daryl Green with us here at Burgundy and Gold today, and he deserves that. Of course, I knew of you because of track and field. And um, yeah. so it, it, it to me, and I tell anybody that will listen, the thing I remember and loved most about several things about our groups was the individual competition within practice. Yeah, how yeah. you could see guys developing because they was iron on iron. So everybody would peek over there. Hey, man, Art and Daryl finna go. Art, and it'd be like, and I, you know, he had on yesterday Charlie Brown, and I swear, you know, Charlie would. I call it the shimmy when he would run that shimmy, that four, oh that red. God. Oh my god, man! <laughs> you know, and of course, Art is a legend of legends. Yep. Charlie Brown is a legend yeah. that didn't be that didn't he's the fruit that didn't get to get ripe on exactly, the tree. Exactly. Easily, easily a Hall of Famer. As yeah. as them boys he probably might be the reason why a Hall of Famer by the name of uh uh uh, uh God, the, the the safety the safety from the forty ers uh, Ronnie Lott blank. Ronnie Lott moved mm-hmm. from corner. That's right. <laughs> That's right. See now you're talking old school. I'm now. not dogging Ronnie Lott. No, you no, no, no. Great player, but, but not on that corner. Not dude, on the edge. Charlie, Charlie Brown was not a second receiver. Right. Now again, I'm not gonna get off that, but we talking about Bobby. But no, I just had to say that. No, no, Charlie but but Bobby was responsible receiver. for Charlie too. See, that's the beauty Charlie about too. this. This dude did all South the grocery Carolina shopping. State. South he Carolina did all State. the grocery shopping. South Carolina State, yep. Texas A and I. Yep. Yeah. 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 And I just and it doesn't happen. That big school thing, people saying, oh, you got to be a one. No, not really. But when people talk about what made those teams click, not only were those teams smart, high football IQs, but the competitiveness and camaraderie. Uh, Next hour, we'll bring on the old man. Mm -hmm. That skill that Bobby had Mm -hmm. in many ways, and I say that my skill in many ways, Mm -hmm. is no longer needed. That scout today has a piece of paper. He can write. He has size, height, mm-hmm. weight, mm-hmm. speed, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ladder drill, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't put his – he doesn't have to necessarily put his brain into it mm-hmm. and, and think through, say, hey, this guy reminds me of this guy back in 19. He doesn't have to connect and try to connect the dots to himself and put himself on the line. That's a good he point. just has to write. He just has to check height, weight, because the first rounder today – Everybody says he's the first pick. Everybody, because nobody will step outside the line. Bobby in that era says, I'm going to step out of line and say, it's this guy. Well, Bobby, nobody else says that. You're crazy. But so you don't, so now, no, Bobby, you don't need Bobby anymore. You don't, in many ways, you don't need the Daryl Greens and the Deons anymore. Right. It's cover two, it's cover four, right. it's matchups, it's, it's zone. So you don't really, it really, we kind of are obsolete. Bobby was a blessing for us, but man, Bobby was a, 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 he was an individual that you couldn't compare with even then. And you certainly don't find him today. Yeah. That's my guy. You know, for me, corners, those are my dogs. That that's, it's the, the one group they say, 
What group do you are you most attracted to? Do you spend your most time around? I mean, for me, it's always been corners. My roommate was Jarris White. Okay, and and the year he didn't play, you were there, and I go and so Vernon Carpenter, Barry Wilburn. See, Barry Wilburn does not get the mention that he ought to get, and in, in terms of just talent, the guys that played corner that were here in safety. And Tony Peters and Ken Coffey, you know, all these dudes. It was such a talented group that I never thought got is just due. But I love messing with the guys that got to play opposite of you because, dude, they, they had to work. Up, Rick. I think it was 11. I think yeah. I added up 11 guys opposite me in the 20 years, I think. Yeah. Ending with Champ Bailey. I yeah. think it was 11 yeah. guys. But they were, but they were not. I don't make them less. They were they were legitimate cornerbacks, yep. played extraordinary football, and could handle their hold their own for sure. But that that but that whole idea you mentioned Pettibone, and then and I love the way the relationship had to have grown in a way. I wonder, did oh, he yeah. ever have that sit down with you and tell you what he didn't think you would be able to do that you proved him wrong on? <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay. We we didn't, I, and I found some of that stuff out later, and that wasn't a big problem. I just, I made that point. Please don't even get oh, no, 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 trip out on Bone. But yeah. but Bone, what Bone did do is a light bulb went off, and he said, "Well, wait a minute. This guy can do some unique things." Right. And I think that Bone, as as he was a defensive strategist, yep. took advantage of that and said, "Okay, between Daryl Green." Dexter Manley, mm-hmm. Monty Coleman, and oh, I'm not yeah. trying to eliminate people, but I, I think that he took us three. Yeah, you got a, I got a DN, you got a, a corner, and you got a, 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 I mean, a linebacker that can do anything. Physical freaks. It's freakish. We, but we, I would humbly say, yeah. <clears throat> we were, uh, and I'm not taking away from world. No, no, world no, 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 no. I'm not taking away from uh, mm-hmm. from the late butts, mm-hmm. but us three gave him a chance in those early years to say, you know what, I can do certain things yeah. on certain plays against certain people with Dexter, Daryl, and Monty. Yeah. No, and I think I you freaking you preaching really the gospel. Yeah. And it's yeah. not what it is, is it gave him matchup opportunities yeah. that others don't have. Like you know when I yeah. I love watching you guys was when any trick offense we came up against. For example, I remember you might not have been here that year, but we played Joe Gibbs when he was in San Diego. And, oh, no. and he uh-huh. had and he had Kellen where he had all them freaks. We shut him down. Mouse Davis yeah. had that that offense in Detroit. Y'all shut him down. Every fad offense that I ever saw, y'all shut him down. Undefeated against the run and shoot. Went to the Super Bowl. Exactly. Four four run and shoot games yeah. on the way to the championship. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I look at that and I go. And I don't think he gets his just due. I don't no, think Richie no. Pettibone gets what he deserved, what he but earned. But Bobby gets yeah. credit for. But Bobby gets got, credit you're for right. him. Too. You're right. You're right. You're right. Bobby, we still got to come back to Bobby. You're right. That, no question. No question. No question. <laughs> Bobby is in on all of it because when he made those moves. He, and when he brought Joe Gibbs in, hey, Joe, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. You come in, you can get your old, old, old offensive people, but I got this. 
And the thing about it, Daryl Green needs no introduction, but some of y'all new to the market because you just got born. But Daryl Green, <laughs> Hall of Famer and um, teammate, friend, I think the fellowship with those units and, and in 2 o'clock next hour, I'm going to have on the old man who I think was so intricate again, Mac Sack McGee. In that, oh my God. y'all's nickel package, y'all, you know, Perry Brooks and Tony McGee to me. When you start, when your nickel crew ran, dude, it was frightening because, like the Eagles, the way they put pressure on the quarterback, they knocked two yeah. people out of the game. That's why they won. They eliminated the competition. And I'll never forget the impact, in my opinion, again, they don't get mentioned a lot, but Perry Brooks. And Tony McGee, when they jogged on that field in that package, man, that rush was ferocious. So my 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 Tony and Perry mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. they I don't know why. And it's two two times that happened in my life. Mm-hmm. When I came to Washington, those two guys, grown men, married, children. Yep. And when I went to the Pro Bowl my second year uh-huh. with sweetness. Yeah. Those three men for some reason, knowing that, you know, like sight unseen, treated me like I was their little brother. When mm-hmm. I went to the Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Sweetness, Walter Payton said, hey, man, bring you and your wife to dinner. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't even know this guy. And the same thing happened with Tony and Perry. Yeah. They treated me like their sons. Yeah. Out of all the guys yeah. in that time, yeah. I was at Tony's house eating dinner, Perry's house eating dinner. Yeah. I don't even know why. Still, like, they just treated me. Like I was their kid, and yeah. they just the man. So that, no, those are two lot. of my all-time favorites. It means a lot, and um, I know here being younger dude, Kenny Houston, inviting me to his house for Thanksgiving my first year. You know, you don't know people, and him and Gussie, and that means a lot. And what my point was why these teams won so much is that not only did they practice hard when they had to, one-on-ones went hard, but we also entertained in a way and fellowshiped in a way, whether it was Bible study or whether it was Friday hot dogs with Dan Riley, and, but we had very little rift and very little to no separation by economics or race, and I think that was important. I think, again, somehow, and credit to Bobby and Joe, yeah. they looked – for the whole man, right. not just the 40-yard dash, the vertical jump, the catching. They look for the whole human. I believe that. I actually believe that. And that's what they. That's what you're talking about now, the whole human that played. And I tell people all the time, I say they say the Washington Redskins. The Washington Redskins were not – that's the it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a government employee number and a government company you know, I, I, you know, it's the ink, right? But the real Redskins was these humans that you're talking about that came from their mamas and their daddies, who your mama fed us. Mm-hmm. People knew we came from those mamas and daddies, yep. and then they got those kids from those, those young men from those mamas and daddies that were a collective group of people that made up what the D.C. area is still yearning and hollering for and, and just painting for. They want to win on the scoreboard. They want to celebrate, but they want those people, those mamas, children that, that Beth had brought to that city 
including those coaches, that yeah. they fell in love with each other, all of us, that's what everybody is still yearning. We're, we're welling for it. We're pregnant with it. We're, we're aching for it. That's what everybody's looking for. And Bobby was mostly the architect of that. Absolutely. Dude, I, there's no one, nothing else to say. You made it, and, it's, and I'm salivating over the fact that, you know, when you hear you cannot, I just for them, I want them to win despite themselves. I, I, it's so important for the community because the Bobby Mitchells and the doors that were knocked down, and I think about CT, and now Brig is going to, the guys who wouldn't let us fail off the field, wouldn't let us fail from ignorance, made sure we knew where to go and where not to go. And all that kind of comes in, and, and really, as corny as it sounds, we lived it. And I'd like to see that continue, but they got some work to do. And I just wonder, yeah. because the talent, I'm starting to, I'm so excited about this talent, but we got some things need to be corrected. And I just wonder what your perspective is on the commanders. I just gave it to you. I just told you. you. Name me all the guys, and you may not know my mom, but how many guys did you know that mama? Their yeah. daddies, yeah. their brothers, yeah. their wives, their children. Yeah. So how how did is Bethard them found that kid, that guy? He found that guy who is a son. He found that kid who was has a mom. He found that kid who had consciousness. Yeah. He found that kid who, when we get to L.A., his mama gonna have food for us. Yeah. He found yeah. real life human beings. Their their issue, you know. Now uh, uh, the big guy Chase, he's a local. Yeah. We know his mama. Yeah. You know, it's it's more of those kind of guys, not all local kids, but I'm saying yeah. it's those guys that you know the man, the boy, the family. You know who this boy is. He's not just coming in here, taking from us and leaving. Right. He's a part of us. He's a part of our community. Yeah. We are a part of the Washington community, the fabric of it. And everybody was welcome into us, and we were welcome into them. Mm-hmm. That doesn't just take place with talent on the field. That's different. For and I'm not even saying that for every team, but for Washington, yeah. that's what I think it requires. My brother, that's all I've seen. No, I mean, hey, I mean, he, he, that's beautiful, and I just hope some of the powers that be that hear about it, listen to it, and let it absorb into it about because because character. You're right. More important than forty time. What's your latest project? What can people do to keep up with, with Daryl Green so they can be continually inspired? Well, right now, Rick, I'm focusing on on health. Mm-hmm. I'm focusing on heart health and health. You've, had, you've got different individuals that we know mm-hmm. on our team that passed yep. away. Different, you know, We've had the great Frank O'Harris. Yep. We're seeing a lot of struggles as people, not just because you're getting older, right. but it's a, it's, a, it's, the, it's a focus now for health, healthy eating, healthy habits, healthy relationships. So that's primarily what I'm focused on now. I'm, 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 I'm in Texas uh, for a short period of time doing something, uh, uh, the heart and soul of a champion, and it deals with the health uh, uh, of of my, of, of my, my actually the health of my life, you know, and, and that's an important, really an important part of, you know, of this next phase for all of us. And speaking of health, 
My boy Dexter hit me this morning. Dexter Manley, and people always ask me about, where's Dexter? Well, folks, I don't know where he is, but he hit me, and I know I'm encouraged by him just saying what's up today. So he's doing well, but it's about being healthy mentally and physically. That's what D. Green is focusing on now to try to lead the charge, as well as I'm always working with youth, 13 to 18-year-olds, all around the country. And, of course, I'm still there. Even though my boy Brad Edwards is gone, yeah. I'm still a part as associate AD at George Mason University, baby, Fairfax, Virginia. Come check us out, fifty thousand strong. Well, I love that. As long as that hill is there, don't let that hill go, because no. uh, yeah, I mean, and and I look forward to seeing you out there once the weather gets right, and I'll bring Carpenter along and see if he can keep up with us. Hey man, Inverted don't Dean. don't let it go, Rick. Don't let it go. Don't hey, put that chicken leg down, and uh, you know I'm not talking to you. Yeah, I'm, no, you know, I get we you. talking to I know. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, keep love doing what you're boy. doing. Appreciate you, you man. man. Love you back, and, and thank you. I love it, man. Yeah, and thank you love for you. sharing. Yeah, Mac Mac the sack. I'll give him that as well. Thank you. That is Daryl Green. Hall of Famer. Yeah, and better, better, better than, than anything on the field is off the field. This man of conviction and, of course, a uh, a beacon, beacon of life and of hope. Quick break. We'll come back. Let me know what you thought about him. And don't forget the old man, old number 78, joins us in the 2 o'clock hour right here on Burgundy and Gold Today, always live on the free Odyssey app. Old school, burgundy and gold. It has been, I mean, every day on the microphone. is uh, It's a work day, but a pleasurable uh, work day. Love what you do, and they say you never call it uh, a day of work. You love what you're doing. That's where you should live and try to live that way. <clears throat> it doesn't always work, uh, and I understand that. But then there are days like today. And uh, Taz on Twitter. Hey, Doc. Daryl Green is the best there is, best there was, and best that there will ever be. I remember when he ran down Tony Dorsett. Taz, you, and many, many more. We remember those moments. What I have on all of you is that I got to see him in practice. I'm telling you, watching him in practice in Clark, Monk, Sanders, all these guys competing in practice because that's where it happens. You know, iron versus sharp is iron. But you got to be able to work, and you got to go all out. And the difference between the good teams and the great teams is how what they do after practice ends. Let me say that because Big Tony, I know he's not the fastest mentally. The difference between the good teams and the great teams is what happens after practice, I mean, do you go in and get your lift in? Do you go out and, and run gassers? I'll never forget one of the guys that sticks out, and a lot of guys did this. I mean, tons in the Joe Gibbs era. Ernest Biner. Ask B. Mitch about Ernest 
Biner's practice habits. Ernest Biner after practice. If you're old enough to have been around when we were there, you didn't come to a practice and not see John Riggins running gassers on his own all the time. Only a fool would go into battle unprepared. I don't care what you thought of, what you heard about J.R. J.R. was a beast, and he worked out like a savage because it's a difference. It's a difference. Neil in Rockville, he should be – Neil missed his, his his whole deal. He should be writing for Saturday Night Live. He says uh, – <laughs> oh, man. He, he, he had a great thing about uh, my camping part. He says – why the F would Doc Walker ever volunteer to jump out of a perfectly good airplane? I'm in that. My favorite, it says, don't forget about camping. Let me ask you this, Mikey. One thing I don't hear about you young people, you guys don't do a lot of camping, do you? No, I've only gone camping once in my life, and it was like at least 10 years ago. Smart. Smart man. Smart man. I, I never understood – I mean, I went out, you know, you go out, they, the Boy Scouts and all that stuff coming up. Camping, uh, see, I've never felt comfortable going into another person's environment, another, whatever. The forest is for wild animals, right? Okay, they're equipped for it. I ain't built for it. The tent, never. I never got sold on. The fabric to me, A, wasn't thick enough. I didn't feel like concrete. I got to be around wood or concrete to close my eyes. That tent thing, I never was sold on that. And then I always associated bears with the woods. And then you start doing your research as you grow up and, you know, you start learning more. You know you can't outrun the bear, right? You think because the bear is big you can't move? Wrong. So I start looking at this thing. Wait a minute. So there's an animal out there that not only is bigger than you, faster than you, can climb too. Now, why would I? So you want me to go out there and get in a piece of fabric and go to sleep? Okay. I tell you what. You go set it up, and I'll meet you there. <laughs> there you have it. Well, and you're, you know, you're cooking food, so the smell attracts them. The fire attracts them. I'm bringing him to me. Not to mention snakes, the reptiles. That See, there's certain things I go, you know what? I'm going to let that slide. I ain't, that's not me. The reptile thing, all that, hey, y'all, where do they hang out at? This is where they hang out. Cool. I'm out. Yeah. Snakes are my number one fear. They can have that. I don't like snakes at all. Yeah, well, why would you? Yeah, other exactly. than to eat them. I mean, what, what, what other value does it bring to the table? So, anyway. All I'm saying is Neil Neil is crazy, stupid. He really is stupid. I'm just telling you. Um, has so many memories. You know, wait till you hear Tony, and it's going to be so many similarities about it because we went through that, that dang era, that era, man, that where it was – it's not like they, – they had a good reputation. They were solid, but they weren't champions. This is about winning. This is not about participation. I want it very clear, and those of you who've been listening to me for a long, long time understand. I'm not talking about playing. I'm talking about winning. Hell, everybody out there is a player. 
Everybody out there is getting paid, but only a selected few win. And if you don't win to me, then you're not in the game. Clyde from Forestville, welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. Hi, Doc. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. What's happening? I, I, I had just turned you on. I caught you on the last thing. You were talking to this guy named Neil, and it brought back the memories. My first cousin is married to Monty Coleman, okay? Uh-huh. And him and Arden Monk, and I think it was Daryl Clean, they came down uh, to the country where I lived, mm-hmm. and uh, we went hunting. Oh, yeah, I you know, they hunted. I don't know about Daryl being a hunter, but I know Monty's a hunter. Yeah, Monty was there. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I heard about that. And guess who never went hunting with him? Who? Yours truly. I have you. never been out there on a hunting trip with him, but they do it a lot. Russ Grimm, yeah. all them do. They hunt. They hunt. I that's say, hey, right. man, I'll holler at y'all. See you when you get back, if you get back. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the phone call, Clyde. I don't know, Mikey. Have you hunted? Look, hunters, fishing. My old man was a fisherman. Love fishing. They fish, 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 fish. That's cool because I'm hunting for something that I'm bigger than. The fish, I'm bigger than the fish. I ain't worried about the fish. The fish, to my knowledge, other than the the one I'm talking about trying to eat, just has teeth but really has no other defensive things. That, you know, I can grab a club, uh, whatever, gloves, I'm good. The shark, whole different thing. The alligator. See, I don't even go like golf. Golfing in where Jacksonville. I've been down, done all this stuff. Then they told me, hey, look, if you hit the ball, if your water goes in the water, they said, don't chase, don't go in. And I was like, the first time I went down, I said, well, what's the problem? They said, well, there's alligator. <laughs> I said, Slim, are you serious? <laughs> they said, yes, they. Yeah, man, you know, and at that point, I remember thinking, you got to be kidding me. There's alligators that come on the golf course and they hang out there, and everybody knows it, and they're just telling you, and they're just telling you, hey, by the way, if you get into, don't go into it, and it was casual. I said, Slim. Not only are you not going to have to worry about me hitting the ball to go to chase it after it, I'll holler at you. I'll be at the 18th. I'll see you all in the clubhouse. I'm out. I don't need, If I were to have continued, how dumb would I have been? Uh, they told me they're out here, and I'm going to stay? Oh, hell no. I'm out. I'll see you at the 18th hole. It was a clubhouse for me. Yeah, people that live in Florida, that's literally just like a part of their life. They're just so used to it. They're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, uh-uh. we live amongst alligators or alligators yeah, live amongst us. Yeah, you have that. Dude, we ain't going to never be friends. Me and the alligator, we never going to get along. Because we – I just thought, and they were so casual. And I saw one. I saw them over They said, oh, here's the deal. If it comes after you, just run in circle. He can't turn. And they were serious. I said, hold it, Slim. You mean to tell me – that you just going to deal with this and this is just the way it is and you found a way not to be eaten? Okay, I'll tell you what. You got my cell, right? Okay. I'll be in the clubhouse. Holler at. I'm out. And they have that, that gator roll. Like, that's an invincible move right there. If it gets a hold of you, I mean, it's wraps. No, it ain't going to get a hold of me. You mean if it get a hold of you, you're going to be out there. <laughs> the only way, <laughs> the only way, then it's going to get a hold of me. It's got to be in the clubhouse. 
One of them have to be at the bar. If the alligator's bartender, he got me. But other than that, no, dog, we ain't going to have to see some people, especially young people, y'all have to do everything. You got to try everything. It's adventurous. See, uh uh-uh. Hmm, okay. I swear, I have never seen nothing that funny in my life. Just yeah, man, yeah, oh, and they were so casual. Hey, man, if you hit over there, don't you know? Don't, don't go ahead. I said, well, why? What's the deal? <laughs> so anyway, look. Hey, man, to each his own. For some of you right now, you're laughing and you're thinking, "What a wuss!" Yeah, yeah, I'm wuss. Well, and like people yeah. that you know, South Carolina, Florida. Hey, man. If you're doing like how we were talking about jet skiing earlier in the episode, yeah, better not fall off one of those jet skis in the lake. Yeah, okay. Hey, man. Uh-huh. Good deal. It would be uh, it, it would be interesting. Commander Toothpick, he said, uh, Will from Walmart, the next time you talk to Joe T, please ask him what the world made him wear a single bar face mask. Vision. That's uh, all I can say. It damn sure wasn't protection. Did anyone wear visors back when you played? No. Mm-mm. No. I never, like, at least when I played in high school, like, just wearing a visor, it just gets all, like, foggy if the weather's messed up. If you like, get hit, like, mud will get in it. It was just a distraction. Like, I was never really getting poked in the eyes. Yeah, it is. It is a distraction, but I, I don't uh, I don't know. And Joe, I mean, we witnessed Joe getting hit in the mouth. Uh I was responsible for one of them in part. Hey, I mean, you feel bad for him, but you could also tell him, yo, dog, wear a face mask. <laughs> I mean, you know, you you come in, I ask him for trouble, but I really don't think the game is just different. And those dudes, they don't forget, some of them went from a leather helmet to a shell with no face mask. Nobody had one. Now, those were when men were men. You know, and uh, thank goodness I wasn't developed then. But honestly, all kidding aside, you don't know any difference. If everybody's doing it, that's just what you do. It's not like you stand out or you were trying to gain attention. It's just you just play. You play the way you see others playing. So that's that's no big thing in that. Uh, that guy like Big Tony, you know, and, I, and we kid a lot. But, you know, he's always – I don't know if he hunts or not. I know he's got a lot of hunting gear. He's got a lot of gear, and he looks good. As a matter of fact, I may go to the Army-Navy Surplus. You used to have surplus, a supply store, surplus, either surplus or supply store, and you could buy military, you know, gear. And I just want the hunting. I want to dress up like Big Tony. For next Halloween, that's my goal, for Halloween to be Big Tony and put on the gear, all the deer stuff, and look like I'm – and he, he gets by these animals. I don't know if they bring them. I do believe it's a green screen. He's got a set. And he puts all these photos out of him, like, out in the wild. Like he's really hunting. I don't buy any of it. But nowadays, there are a lot of people in this country never believed that we went to the moon. You know, a lot of people think that was fake. So I think Big Tony's deal, you know, is fake as well. Neil in Rockville, again, I don't know. I guess it's what retirement looks like is uh, anybody that has the time to um, to do that. But I will definitely ask uh, Joe T, who I did hear from about Bobby the other day. And Joe is uh, – Joe. I heard Joe 
on one of the shows. Uh, I think he was on with the Junks, and he was talking about it, and that was um, it was good. That door set rundown. He also caught, you know, Daryl caught also the Rams running back who was a sprinter. He had a Jerry curl. I don't know why for the life of me, I can't remember him at 29. Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson with the Jerry curl and the goggles. That was, um, that was in. So you don't have a camping story, right? You don't? You've never done it? No, I did it once like oh, 10 yeah. years ago. And it was one of those like. Wait a minute. Hold it, Slim. Were you 15? It may even have been longer. Maybe I was like 10. Oh, okay. I was about to say, you out there 15 camping. Okay. No, it was it was an interesting time, though. There was a little lake close by. There was a bunch of people like set up. So it wasn't just like me and the boonies, like no one else around us. It was like a bunch of tents, like a whole whole like weekend getaway. So Okay. <laughs> hey man, I'm not look, I'm not mad. I think it's good. I think it's great to be you young, to be adventurous, and to go out and do your thing. It's uh I don't um and I'm sure there's a part of it it has gotta be somewhat exciting to not know what's out there. But to know something's out there. And it may not even be interested in you. But it may be. And all I'm saying is that and the thing about the camping thing, one time I think we went to um gentleman's house up he had a camp I like camping, but he's up in the mountains. Have you had an out have you have have you ever had a outhouse experience? Have you been in a place that had no bathroom? No. Okay. Well that's the other part of this thing. That extension <laughs> that you actually have to go out in the middle of the night to what they call an outhouse. And it's not like the outhouses, they don't frame it with drywall. It's not like it's covered. You out in the wherever you got to go to get to the outhouse. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Take a quick break. Don't forget, um, Tony McGee, Mac the Sack, it's going to be great to catch up and to hear what um, what Mac is going, going through and also um, his take on the picks for next week. Burgundy and Gold today, always live on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.